Hello and welcome to the root of all, Miss Bradley. Um, we are doing a show without Ashley today, so it's not going to be quite as odd as it is with Ashley, but it's still definitely going to be weird. So, uh, listeners beware. Um, as always, we have our lovely guest host, Adrian. Hello, everyone, especially Miss Bradley. How are you today? I'm alright. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing alright. This show is dedicated to Ashley. She's doing evil things right now and can't make the show, so we're dedicated to show to her, and the root of all, Miss Bradley will move forward until Ashley returns next week. So how is the day treating you? Oh, it's a day. It's definitely a day, I will tell you that. Uh, you can tell it's a full moon out, considering the way people are behaving today, so I will tell you that. <laughs> well, so in the interim, we're going to dig right in, but before we do, we're going to get all the cheap plugs out of the way. So if people want to find Miss Bradley, where can they find her? Well, at the moment, I'm mostly active on Twitter, though goodness knows I haven't posted anything in over a week, but you can find me at Cerberus Magic on Twitter. Um, I occasionally post videos of my cat, and now cats, on uh, TikTok, if you can find me. Um, and you can always email me at CerberusMagic at gmail.com. And of course, you can always find all the shows, everything in between, under walkerac76.podbean.com. You can find us on all on the free platforms below. And of course, you know, TikTok. Facebook, everything of the sort, show the Walker AC experience, root of all Ashley, service Miss Bradley. Find all of our products on our website, uh, cafepress.com forward slash WACE. Just be sure you give that piece of business some love. And speaking of love here, we're going to go over some things today, but this is your show, so you're the stand-in. So what's our topics for today? Topics for today, we're going to talk about embarrassing moments. <sighs> I hate being embarrassed. I will tell you right now that people that try to embarrass other people are my least favorite kind of people. I absolutely hate it. I hate being embarrassed. I will literally leave the room if someone tries to embarrass me. I cannot stand it. I feel the same way. I mean, actually, I'm going to politely disagree. Now, granted, the beautiful thing about podcasts is you can't see anybody's reaction. I can't see your reaction. You can't see my reaction. Normally, I don't like don't like my face to be seen, but I used to get embarrassed very easily because I was that awkward kid in school, awkward kid growing up, awkward kid as an adult, but now I'm in my 40s, so nothing really bothers me. I don't get embarrassed because I'm a parent. So on occasion, with my self-deprecating humor, nothing really gets to me. Now, do you feel that you get embarrassed more often now that you're an adult, or does that really bother you? As an adult, it's difficult to embarrass me because for the most part, I own my shit. So it, it comes down to someone has to really try hard to really get me embarrassed, which is why I say I will leave the room. When I was younger, it happened far more often. Um, but being the brunt of a lot of people's jokes growing up, being, you know, heavy set, being pale, being quiet, being smart, you get picked on a lot if you're in, you know, certain circumstances. And 
So I was embarrassed a lot growing up, and I can think of a lot of different times that I've been embarrassed, and it's not pleasant for me, and I legitimately will do anything I can to avoid that feeling. Now for me, of course, you know, growing up with this vernacular, the way I look, the afro, the glasses, and a clear day you can see in Moscow, um, <laughs> my lack of hygiene, my lack of knowing what it's like to be a man, I guess, growing up, I went through a lot of embarrassing situations because it was just mainly I didn't know any better. But we're not really going to talk about childhood traumas that much because it's a whole other topic for a whole other day that will keep us here for hours. <laughs> True. We are going to touch upon the top three, I guess, adult embarrassments. We'll just give out three. We won't embarrass each other too long. But basically the point of this little exercise is, you know, just to learn to laugh at each other, you know, to learn to laugh at things because... As we get older, not to sound preachy, but as we get older, our memories get longer and our lives get shorter. So I think it's best that we laugh at things. And mainly because the root of all Ashley is just, it's silliness. We talk about every, anything and everything under the sun. And I know when her and I talk, it's always moves into some serious topic. So she's not around. So we're going to talk about really stupid shit. So, Miss <laughs> Bradley, ladies first. So... Give us, give us one of your embarrassing ones, and then I'll go. Well, I'll tell you, mine are not all from being an adult. In fact, like I said, the majority of my embarrassing experiences were in my formative years. And the first one that comes to mind, um, so I grew up very, very, very religious, um, to the point of almost borderline scary uh, Southern Baptist. Now, for those of you who don't know about Southern Baptist people, you have different versions of Southern Baptist. There's the normal, everyday person that just goes to church, does their thing. Then there's the kind of serious person that, you know, goes to church, they believe in God, they do the thing, and they, they speak scripture. And then there's a Southern Baptist that throws holy water on other people and calls everything the devil. And that was how I was raised. So everything's the devil. Everything that is uh, bad is of the devil. Um, Harry Potter was of the devil. I was not allowed to watch The NeverEnding Story growing up, which now I have watched, um, because it was of the devil, okay? Like, we're talking crap was a bad enough word to get my mouth washed out with soap. Uh, saying pissed at school got me in so much trouble. I only got out of it because I said my mama said it once. So, like, that's the level that I'm talking here. Like, we don't do anything the church doesn't say is okay. We don't watch TV that's not approved by the church. We don't do anything that is not okayed. So, with that being said, um, back in the 90s, um, late 90s, mind you, this is pre-Y2K, um, I was a young thing, and I was still in elementary school, and don't ask me what... Uh, year I was in I can't remember but I went to we got a new pastor at our church from a big church down in Houston mind you my town is so small it's not on some maps and we went to the church in the town next to it called Whitesboro and uh, we went to Vilot Baptist Church and they got a brand new pastor um, I can't think of his name right now but he was not a very how do I put this? He was a different kind of gentleman. He was not the same kind of pastor that we were used to. He was not the same kind of church we were used to. Um, and I wasn't, Brother Warren, that's his name. I was not a big fan of Brother Warren. 
Um, I can tell you that right now. I was not a big fan of his wife. I was not a big fan of his kid. Uh, but Brother Warren took us down somewhere in uh, Texas, and I can't remember exactly where because, again, I was very young. Uh, but we went to a choir, well, it wasn't a choir concert. It was, um, like a church group gathering where you went to this big auditorium somewhere and you went and saw a big preacher man and you listened to music. And I got to see Mercy Me before they even became a large band. Anyone who has listened to Christian music knows Mercy Me and that song, I Can Only Imagine. I got to hear it before it was ever put on radio. I got to hear it before they were even heard of on the scene. And it was actually really, really good. Um, but they gave us these books, like little manuals with like, you know, church stuff. And you take notes, right? So me drinking the Kool-Aid, I took all these different notes and I wrote down what the preacher man said and all that stuff like that. Well, not long after that, um, we, we moved to Virginia. And when we went to Virginia, um, I changed schools. So this was, oh gosh, I think I was 10, 11. So middle school at this point. That's, that's right. So we go to Virginia and I've got all these different books and such like that. And I've got these books. And of course I have that book in my books because I'm a good little Christian girl and I do my good little thing and I'm supposed to bring people to the Lord. And so I bring that to school with me because I'm at a new school and I'm gonna make new friends and I'm gonna bring them to the Lord. So I bring that to me and I leave it on my desk and I don't remember what I got up to do. I think I got up to like sharpen my pencil or to like go talk to the teacher or something. I was up for two seconds, I come back and the guy sitting at the desk next to me had my Jesus book and he was reading it out loud, the things that the pastor had said and they were laughing at me. I didn't understand why. Um, because to me, everyone that I was around, they were, you know, just as you know, Kool-Aidy drinking as I was. Now that's not too, I'm not trying to offend anyone that is Christian. Good for you, wonderful for you, more power to you. I am disliking cult-esque religion in any way. If it is a cult, if you feel that you cannot do anything that you should not, that, that, that would not appease another human being, if you feel that you are being forced to do things, if you feel that you are being fed something that is unnatural and unsafe, it is a cultish kind of experience, somewhat like what I was experiencing growing up. So... I did not understand why these people were laughing at me. And I was like, yeah, that's what God said. And they laughed at me and laughed at me and laughed at me. In making fun of my accent at the same time, because I know you've noticed in this that my accent has come out a little bit. When I talk about my time in Texas, it's hard not to um, because I'm remembering as I'm going. So they made fun of my accent. And mind you, this is much milder than my accent used to be. As a country girl. <laughs> Heavy accents come with it. So I'm sitting there, I'm young, I'm in a little dress because that's what my mom picked out for me. I'm 
embarrassed red from the top of my head to the tips of my toes because I don't understand what's going on and they're laughing at me because I want to share the good word with them. It was rough. Now see, I really can't compare to that because all my Bible teachings and everything, it was mainly in-house. We went to church I can't say every Sunday, but once in a great while we went. Mm -hmm. you know, my mom worked a lot, so yeah, I really couldn't. Uh, no, I've had many of embarrassing moments in front of the class. Tons of embarrassing moments, mainly because of my stutter, mm -hmm. which is atrocious. But now in my 40s, I still stammer and stutter here and there. So, okay, I will set the scene for mine. Mine's a bad one, but follow with me, people. Take this ride with me. Setting the scene. In my 20s, couldn't get a girlfriend if my penis was wrapped in a fishbowl full of 50s. Um, <laughs> I had the game of a five-year-old and the looks of a probably a 15-year-old. And I was in my 20s. Yes, Coke bottle glasses, afro, you name it, stereotype was there. So, I was fortunate enough to ask a young lady out on a date and she said, yes, probably low standards, I digress. So, scene is set, Friday night, I have everything planned out. It's going to be a nice dinner. Take her out to dinner because I had barely any money. So Denny's it was. And a nice movie at my house because I'm going to play it smooth. And everything was going well. I picked her up in my horrible car. She laughed at my dumb jokes. She, I guess, ignored my bad breath. It was great. And evening's going well i figure i'm like beavis and butthead i'm finally going to score it's finally going to happen <laughs> and we get to my house and we're watching a movie and i step in my kitchen grab some the drink she's sitting on uh, the couch now as i paint the picture she's sitting on the couch with her feet up on the couch with her knees pressed against her body just getting comfortable I'm sitting on the floor because I'm too much of a chicken shit to sit next to her and have confidence. More on that later. So, funny part of the movie comes up and there's a slight pause between the joke. So, I laugh and she laughs. At the exact same time she laughs, she rips out the most loudest fart I've ever heard come from a lady's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Now, mind you, as Miss Bradley's laughing, <laughs> I can't see her reaction. I'm just hearing it on the other side of the computer. So, you can imagine what I did. I mean, I'm a gentleman. I let it go. I didn't say anything. I just... Such a gentleman. I just let it slide because these things happen. At the point of laughter, anything can happen. I didn't do that because that's what a gentleman would have done. I didn't do that. In the most cutest thing in the world, which I thought was cute at the time, she muttered out, excuse me, and I laughed. <laughs> now, it, it's not like a little chuckle or anything because it was cute. I, I'll steal this from Miss Bradley. I stole your laughter. I laughed really, really loud. <laughs> not for a couple of seconds, but maybe over a minute, which... <laughs> Seems like an eternity thinking about it, hindsight being 2020. And so we finished the movie. She really didn't say much. I, I, for the life of me, couldn't understand why. The movie was over. She stood up and 
she's like, it's, you know, I would like to go home now. Of course, me being the womanizer that I was in my 20s, I didn't go in for the kiss. I didn't go in for a hug, maybe even a handshake. Because her body language pretty much told me out loud, you moron, you laughed at my body flatulence, so yeah, date's over. So I took her home, I tried to go in for a hug, and I got a handshake instead. And yeah, um, I didn't speak to her for about a good six months. Oh, wow. And I saw her at my job. She came in to get a movie, Blockbuster folks, look it up. And uh, yeah, that was the last I saw of her. I spoke to her brother occasionally, and he didn't have too much to say to me on that particular topic. But yes, back then, I had zero, as the kids would say, I had zero chill. And uh, I should have kept my mouth shut. And I was extremely embarrassed because she was someone I really wanted to, in my boyhood days, date, I guess. I had no idea what that statement meant. But yes, I laughed at a woman who farted during a movie. Um, so that really doesn't compare to your church story. but <laughs> I'm going to say that was actually great because I totally would have laughed too if I was the girl that... Oh God, I feel so bad for her for, for flatulence in front of a guy that she likes, but I probably would have lost my shit laughing. I, I can't, I can't, I would have lost it. I, I just. <laughs> yeah. Still haunts me to this day. I always wonder what happened to her. I, I, I can't blame you for laughing. <laughs> so we're going to shuffle it back to you. Or back to me. Yes. And we'll do one more of you, one more of me. And then I think I have some special, uh, games to play. In, uh, in response to, to Ashley, who we miss so much. Oh, but please, we do miss your, Ashley. But please, your turn. Okay, got to think about something really, really bad. That was probably one of my really bad ones. Um, let me see. I actually have two little ones. Um, so, girls play this game called MASH. M Mary... Uh, M-A-S-H. I don't remember what it is. Um, it's been so long and I'm so freaking old. Uh, but friends of mine, this is just a little one. This is not the main one. This is an appetizer. Um, so for some friends of mine asked me if I wanted to play MASH and I'm like, absolutely. I want to be Hawkeye because I'm thinking of the show MASH. Look it up, folks. If you don't know what MASH is, look it up. It's Anyhow. a good show. Not the, <laughs> not the game MASH. It's like Mary something... S and H's house. It's like planning your future, I think. Um, so there's that. Uh, so <laughs> um, gosh, I had one a second ago and I can't remember off the top of my head right now anything other than um, just honestly, I, I hate being embarrassed. And a lot of the time, it mostly happened growing up, you know? So, um, oh, I have one. This Bring is about on. to get PG-13, maybe R, guys. Bring it on. Um, so, my first marriage was a very short-lived marriage. It was one that should have never happened. Um, I got married right out of high school to a guy that I had been dating off and on through high school. He was in the military. He came home on leave and proposed to me and then he went back and then he came home on leave again. We got married, then he got deployed, then we broke up. So it was great. Um, so the day he proposed to me, we were out redneck drinking. Now something you need to understand, 
I had a redneck phase where I was interested in guys that were rednecks, and he was a redneck. His whole family is still friends with his cousin. Um, his cousin is the epitome of a redneck. Big old truck, chewing tobacco, um, baseball cap. Dude is actually a pretty cool dude. He breeds snakes. Um, it's pretty awesome. Snakes are great. Uh, but my ex, um, let's call him Jay, uh, he was a very interesting individual. And uh, he was home on leave. And we were seeing each other at the time. And he had decided with his family and a couple of friends that they were all going to go out drinking or come home drinking. So, of course, I hang out with them because, you know, obviously I'm 18 at this point. Um, and uh, 18, almost 19, I think, at this point. And uh, we're drinking. One of his buddies goes out to get more beer and uh, more other stuff. We ride in the car with them, and he decides to do donuts in the middle of the road, which had me absolutely terrified for my life. Um, but we get back to the house, and everybody's drinking. His mom's bird, Merlin, is yelling at everybody and whistling. This bird, he's a green parrot. He was the devil. Um, Merlin liked to whistle to you, and if you acknowledged his whistle, you could put your finger in his cage, or you could get too close to his cage, and he would bite the ever-loving shit out of you. Um, he particularly loved biting women's butts. Don't ask me why. He just did. Merlin was a perv. And, uh, that bird, I mean, he might still be alive. Parrots live a really long time. Um, he had a little green parrot, and, uh... He was such an asshole. He would whistle at you like whoop whoop because I can't whistle. And uh, during the same night, uh, Jay's sister bent over too close to Berlin's cage and Merlin stuck his beak out and literally bit the tar out of her on her butt. She went screaming. We were all drunk. I was, I was drinking screwdrivers. And we're doing our thing and Jay decides he's going to propose to me with his military ring. And I thought it was the most romantical thing that ever happened to me in my life. While guys in the next room had tied uh, some kind of bottle to the fan and were trying to jump up to be hit by the bottle as it flew around. Don't know the reasoning behind that drinking game, but whatever. Um, so, Jay and I decide we're going to retire to the bedroom because, you know, that's what you do when you get engaged. And we're doing our thing, you know, the thing. And his aim goes a little bit low. This girl was not into the butt stuff at that time, okay? Um, <laughs> I was not a happy camper. I screamed bloody murder, flew up out of the bed, threw on a blanket, run out to the bathroom, okay? Because I thought he killed me. Run out to the bathroom. Everybody that's still there drinking at the house heard me screaming, carrying on, and saw me run into the bathroom. Someone's in the bathroom close to the bedroom, yakking. So I'm like, of course, you are ruining my whole life. So I have to then go and find the other bathroom, which is on the other side of the house, which means I have to worm my way naked, wearing a sheet, 
thinking I'm dying through drunk people who are related to the guy that I'm seeing who just murdered me um, and found the bathroom, went in the bathroom, made sure I was alive, cleaned myself up a little bit while they're laughing at me, laughing and calling me names and like basically saying I can't handle it and basically calling me a pussy the entire time. So it was very, very embarrassing. I will tell you right now that I managed to uh, sober up real quick right then. Went back in the room with Jay and basically was like, hmm, we're not doing anything else tonight. Go to bed. So we did. I woke up in the morning, made everybody sloppy eggs and waffles, and everybody apparently forgot it except for me, his sister, and him. So it was very embarrassing. <laughs> now, how can I top that? How can I even, how can I even mess with that? I don't know. I've told you I've had an interesting life. Yeah, apparently. Okay, well, staying on the topic of butt stuff. Um, <laughs> we're going to travel back to the year of 90, 94 in a way back to Shane Sherman. Um, yeah, and I never told this story before about keeping up with self-deprecating humor. 94 graduating, um, they have something called grad night. Everybody knows grad night. Is when you pay a whole bunch of money and you go to either an amusement park or your local bowling alley or VFW or whatever and you party with all your other classmates before you graduate. Uh, our grad night was in Disney so you paid X amount of dollars and you would literally take a bus, the whole high school would take a bus and be in Disney all night long. Okay that's cool. Yeah they, they let us loose to Disney everything was free except for the food of course and and of course a young lady I had a crush on um, you know, she was on the bus so I made a notion that you know I would hang out with her along with my other classmates the whole entire night so we dress up for grad night you have to dress up look presentable I had you know had on my t-shirt my tie and blah 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 and you know it was myself a couple other friends were on the bus I thought it'd be funny to crack a joke and rip a fart course because you know we're stupid teens is what we do so my buddy does one we laugh and he does another one I laugh and it's my turn and I've been waiting for the longest time to let this one go eating Taco Bell for half the night it's wonderful oh god so I hike up my leg I get ready give it a nice little countdown it's ripe it's ripe and ready Taco Bell a couple of beef burritos <laughs> I was ready to go <laughs> So we counter down three, two, one. I let it rip, and you know those moments you question your life and your life choices. I question my life choice because I'm on a bus, not even halfway to, to Disney, going to Orlando for the grad night. A spectacle. I let rip a fart. And it turns into something else. I'll let you people <laughs> in podcast land figure it out what it turned into. But the good thing is, I caught it. I caught it before it uh, made landing, I guess we're going to call it. We call those turtle heads, folks. And I'll let your imagination run wild on that. So, there's yours truly. Glasses, afro, dressed up rather dapper. Surrounded himself with all his friends and classmates on a bus going through a bumpy ride to Orlando with a, uh, a uh, shell on deck, ready to go. I call that prairie dogging. Oh, turtle head, silo missile, 
in a, um, I don't know, one of the Jackson 5 peeping out, just something, something <laughs> like that. And uh, yeah, for about uh, an hour on the bus, bouncing with that going on. Painful. So, yeah, got off the bus. No. See, I couldn't go to the bathroom directly after I got off the bus because we had to wait in line. Oh, God. Because it was our high school and 12 other high schools. Oh, God. Going to grad night. So Disney was packed full of graduate kids. So waiting in a long line, you know, I had to play it off because nobody knows. I almost sharp myself. Nobody knows. I'm not going to tell anybody. Nobody knows. So I had this uncomfortable look on my face like I smelled a fart, but actually was. And I had to wait in line for another 30 minutes, get my tickets, get my hand stamped, get all the rules and regulations, which I don't remember because, you know, almost let one loose. And it was coming. All right, folks. It was there. It was there. And we don't have a change of clothes. It's, no, not at all. So, yeah, I think about two hours, I finally made it to the restroom. I finally uh, dug in the cavern and uh, took care of it. But, yeah, yeah, it was, it was quite embarrassing <laughs> to myself. And what's even better, because, you know, the fates love messing with me, as I was going to the bathroom, you know, doing a little light little ballet dance, the girl I had a crush on came up to me and was talking to me before I made it in the bathroom. Of course. She spoke to me for 10 excruciating minutes, and I'm sitting there just staring at her with this look on my face, like I'm literally about to die because I was waiting for something to shake out of my leg. And uh, yeah, needless to say, I took care of it, a crisis averted. But of course, you know, a small subtext to that is I hung out with her once, she disappeared with her friends the whole entire evening. And I walked around Disney because I don't do heights or rides, yeah, walked around Disney the whole entire night with nothing to do, you know, almost shitting myself. So it was great. So, um, about butt stuff, we're going to actually end on that one because it was, <laughs> it was two apiece and I don't think we can top the butt stuff. So, yeah, I don't think we can top that. That was pretty epic. So what we're going to do, and uh, for, for Ashley, since we started this mm. and she enjoyed it, I'm going to turn my attention to you and we're going to play a game. I like games. So we're going to play a game called Pick the Porn. Yay! Now, for those of you uninitiated, Pick the Porn is we're going to go three rounds and maybe a bonus round, depending on how everything goes. <laughs> the beauty of a podcast is she can't see my computer, I can't see her, she can't see my face, I can't see her, and I'm going to give her three titles. You can play along too. You can play Pick the Porn, the home game. And of course, with the We home should game, make that into a game. But what would the prizes be? A game, an actual game, like a board game. Pick the porn. Well, we could. But Sell I mean, it on Cafe Press. I mean, but pretty much, you know, people now will, will cancel everything they don't like and they'll force their opinions on you, so. I mean, let's be honest here. If they're listening to the root of all Ashley or tonight, the root of Miss Bradley, you're not a sensitive viewer. You are definitely someone who don't give a shit. No so, pun intended, of course. No. <laughs> so that's the perfect... Uh, I don't think we're gonna get canceled here, folks. I think uh, I, I think that's the kind of audience. If you want us to make the pick the porn game, please let us know because I would love to make pick the porn. Yes, let us know what you feel in the comment section below or email us under slackingmajestically01yahoo.com. Slackingmajestically01yahoo.com. Now, how this game works? I'm gonna give you three titles and you pick which one is fake. Depending upon how long the rounds go and what commentary we do on the side <laughs> depends upon the length of the game. 
So, Miss Bradley, are you ready to play Pick the I am so ready. Round one. All right. Disneyland Gas. No, no, that's it. That was actually my experience. Okay, we're going to skip over that. Okay, here we go. Okay, title number one. Titanic. Girth, Wind, and Fire. Or Anal Chiropractor. Which one is a fake porn? Girth, Wind, and Fire has to be real. It has to be real and I need to watch it. Okay. Then we've got Titanic and what's the other one? Anal Chiropractor. Anal Chiropractor. Okay. Titanic or Anal Chiropractor. So do I think I have someone doing chiropractic on my butt? Or do I think I had tits that were able to sink a ship? 10 seconds on the board. 10, 10 seconds, seconds on the board. I'm going to say Titanic is real, so anal chiropractor is false. You are incorrect. No. Anal chiropractor is a real movie. Don't ask what? me how I know. So the fake one is Titanic. Okay. That's the fake one. I'm not lying. I need to, I need to see Girth, Wind, and Fire. I, I, I need to see that. I, mean, I think that might be on Netflix. Anyhow, uh, round two. Are you ready for round two? I am. Okay. Anal chiropractor. Blowing up asses. <laughs> we have a theme tonight. Mom jeans hole. Mom jeans what? Mom jeans hole. Hole. Mm -hmm. And faces with braces. Which one is the fake porn? Faces with braces. Are you sure? I am. You are incorrect. Are you fucking kidding me? Who wants to get a blowjob from someone with braces? I have no earthly idea. That's I don't terrifying. Want to know that, that is terrifying. Imagine if they haven't trimmed their pubes. Imagine if they can't open their mouth very wide. Like, what if? Oh my god, that is terrifying. Which one's fake? I will give you one more shot. This is round two. So I round two. Shot. So tell me the the ones that I I still have in play. Okay, we have Mom Jean's hole and blowing up asses. I'm gonna say Mom Jean's hole because I'm having trouble with that, but if that one's real, blowing up asses needs to become one because that is an epic porn name. Now, are you sure that's your answer? Yes, that's my answer. Mom Jean's hole is the fake one. Good, I was glad. I'm not very good at this game, but that one I knew because I had trouble saying it. Now, porn names are catchy. Now, third round. Are you ready for third round of Pick the Porn? Indeed I am. Interview with an enema. <laughs> Mouthful of ass. <laughs> HD whores. HD whores. <laughs> Interview with an enema is real. It has to be. It has to be. Interview with a vampire. Interview with an enema. That it has to be real. Okay, so we're looking at HD whores and mouthful of ass. 10 seconds on the clock. 10 seconds on the clock. I'm going to say mouthful of ass is real, so HD whores is not real. Are you sure that's your final answer for I HD am. whores? I am. You are correct. Yay! HD whores is a fake one. Go me. Now, because you've got two out of the three, we're going to go for a bonus lightning round. Yes! For those of you who are keeping score... Pick the Porn is a very popular game, which we're doing every week until we're canceled. So, <laughs> are you ready for the final bonus round before yes. we end the show? Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. And, of course, you can always find us under walkerac76.podbean.com. Show us some love under Cafe Press 
forward slash WACEC. I'm prolonging this too. You make are. It extra special. You are. I'm excited. And we thank you for downloading and <laughs> dealing with us while Ashley Majestic <laughs> is gone for the week. Ashley, this is for you. This is for you, Ashley. We made it extra raunchy just for you. So now the final round. Are you ready for the bonus round of Pick the Horn? Okay. So 30 days in the hole. <laughs> SpongeBob blowjobs. Yes. Big Trouble and Little Vagina. Which one is the fake horn? The first one. 30 days in the hole because Big Trouble and Little Vagina has to be real. And SpongeBob blowjob has to be real. Are you sure? That's your final answer. And that is my final answer because I am imagining someone dressed up like SpongeBob and there is so much SpongeBob porn out there that it has to be real. You are incorrect. What? That is not the correct title. Which one is the fake one? SpongeBob blowjob. Are you is serious? A fake one. Yes. There is so much SpongeBob porn out there. I don't want to know how you know this, but yes, it, it is a fake one. I mean, so, there's handsome Squidward, Squidward for a reason. Well, I mean, also there's Edward Penis hands too. Oh, uh, that's true. That is true. So, what'd you think of the second week of Pick the Porn? I love Pick the Porn. I want to play this every day forever. So next week in the Rudolph Ashley, when Ashley comes back, we will gladly invite Miss Bradley to come in, especially to play the game of Pick the Porn. Yes. It, will, it will be Ashley Majestic. Versus Miss Bradley. Yes. I'm going to lose, but like it's so much fun. But before we go, I have a dad joke in the vein of Ashley Majestic. Um, although mine is actually PG. That's bizarre. Yes. Why do crabs never give to charities? Wait, actually, before you give me that punchline, ah! I didn't know you had a dad joke. I actually had a joke to tell. And... I will tell mine, and then you can get the punchline, because you will be the ender. Okie doke. You know, we can do that. For the root of all, Miss Bradley. Mm. Guy walks into a bar. Mm -hmm. Barton looks at the guy, and he looks at the guy. He goes, what do you have on your shoulder? Guy goes, oh, it's a small piano with, you know, with a little midget. He's 12 inches high. He goes, what, what happened with that? The guy goes, well, uh, I was trapped in a well. For two days, I figured my life was over, but I tripped and I found a lamp. I rubbed the lamp, Genie came out, and he asked me, what did I want? He will give me one wish, what do I want? Bartender goes, and you wished for that? Guy goes, no, the Genie had a hard time hearing. You know, I wish for a 12 inch penis. <laughs> We shall go with that. Oh, but your joke is so much better. Okay. All right. Why? <laughs> Why do crabs never give to charity? Why? Because they're shellfish. Ah. Good night, everyone. Good night.